Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. As always, I'm here with Kaunda Chama. We are doing it like we're doing it for TV, but we're doing it for podcast. Kaunda, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. It's mm-hmm. another day. The NBA is giving us glorious action on and off the court. Some of it we will talk about, some of it we won't. We'll just leave it to the prosecutors. You know who we're talking about there. But um, it's been a hell of a ride, Kaunda. It's been a hell of a ride. No, it's been a heck of a week. Uh, you know, like the, the top performers keep top performing your Devin Bookers your your, your you know your Jason Tatums they're, they're, they're up there and yeah, uh, yeah and uh, the Lakers are getting up there oh the Lakers the Lakers okay well before we get into any of those things let's give everybody a chance to understand what we're talking about this week and the the, the major topic we're going to be covering is the Denver Nuggets and we're asking the question should we be giving the Denver Nuggets more love in terms of their title aspirations are they potential championship winners and making the case for the Denver Nuggets. We'll probably also take a look at the Sacramento Kings as well, because I think they're, they're a team that we need to, to turn our attentions to. You know, second in the West is nothing to sniff at, Calendar. No, Cyrus, first of all, the, the Sacramento Kings, I mean, before we get into the Denver Nuggets, I must big. Uh, first of all, big shout out to Tate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with him the other day. He was like, yeah, thanks for the shout out. But you haven't talked about my nuggets enough. We're going to talk about them, Tate. We're going to talk about them. So um, before we talk about the nuggets, Mm. the Sacramento Kings, the the narrative for so many seasons, 16 to be exact, Cyrus, has always been they missed the postseason. They missed the postseason. And Cyrus, we're almost there. It's right there. Almost at the end of the regular season, and they're sitting in second position. So, not only is it nothing to sneeze at, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great accomplishment, Cyrus. So, no, definitely, we're going to leave that till a little bit later, Connor, because I think we've got to talk about them in a little bit more detail than just saying, well done, guys. Right. Um, but let's give everybody our social media handles to start the show. It's at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, for all things NBA from an African perspective. Counter Chama, let's also give a little bit of a shout out to our partner, Supersport.com. You know, we're on that platform and you might be listening to us on the Supersport.com website. You mm-hmm. might be listening to us on Spotify, Apple Pods, IONO, um, anywhere where you get your podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're there for you. Um, and we're doing it from the African continent, yeah. Johannesburg, South Africa, doing what we do best. Counter, the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. So we're recording this. And their record, as we record this, is kind of scary for teams that, that don't have this record. 46 and 20. Uh, first in the West right now. Um, they have a 69.7% win percentage. They're just killing people. Like, when you come to Denver, Mile High City, you're, you're probably going to lose. They are 30 and 5 at home. On the road, they've got a positive um, record as well. They're 16 and 15. Yep. I mean, it's obviously not like the unbeatable Denver Nuggets, but they're looking really, really good. Um, and I think we even spoke about this the last time we chatted, where they're like um, 3-0 in, in overtime. Mm-hmm. Like any time they go to overtime, it's Denver Nuggets time. Absolutely. Um, and they're just a really, really interesting team. Why do you think it is that people have not given them the love that they should get. Because if this were the Lakers, oh. yes, I said that 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 word, or the yes. Warriors, or, I, I mean, any other team really, we'd be thinking about them like the Suns as being the presumptive champions or mm-hmm. the guys who should be making it to the finals. But because it's the Nuggets, 
the narrative has changed. We're looking at it and we're saying, well, the plucky nuggets, maybe they might just do something. But they've got a two-time MVP, potential three-peat MVP on their hands in uh, Nikola Jokic. Why do you think the narrative is that the Denver Nuggets might not do it? Uh, Cyrus, I, I, I think, first of all, I don't think it's the narrative that they might not do it. The fa- it's, it's more the spotlight being more on Nikola Jokic. Okay. I think as good as he is for the Denver Nuggets in terms of his performance, the fact that he's on the precipice of becoming a back-to-back-to-back yeah, regular season MVP has taken away from uh, you know the whole team. Like, how often do you and I talk about Jamal Murray? No, no, exactly, exactly. And there's something else that's really interesting because there, I know a lot of people have done deep dives into this stuff, but mm-hmm. Jokic is one of the few guys who is doing this without any other All-Stars on his team. Mm-hmm. And that is a really tough thing because it says... He is the be-all and end-all of this team. And I mean, like, this season he's averaging a a triple-double, which is absolutely insane when you think about it. Yes, when Russell Westbrook did it the the first time, um, you know, with the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Thunder finished the season in sixth. I know. The Nuggets are number one in the West. Uh Uh-huh. And Jokic is still doing what he's doing. I mean, we got to give some real props to this guy. So, surely with a player like that, we should be looking at this team saying, well, they must be the front runners, but we're not. Look, first of all, in the West, potentially they, 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 they could take the West because, I mean, look, first of all, KD, the KD injury, I think, changes things. I, I was mm-hmm. really concerned when, and, and positively concerned when KD came to think that, oh my word, the Denver Nuggets are doing well, but when you put KD alongside Devin Booker and Chris Paul, things could change, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that looked like... Uh, you know, like a three-headed monster. I hope KD gets well soon because I'd really like to see maybe a potential Denver Suns uh, Western Conference uh, Finals. Yeah. I know you want to see the, the Golden State Warriors in there. I, I would like to see the Lakers in there, but, you know, it is what it is. We've got to be realistic. We've got to be realistic when, 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 when the chips are down, right? But, 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 but look at it this way. He's doing a lot of carrying, right? Yeah. Uh, that is Nikola Jokic. doing a lot of carrying. And, and, and that's why we're, we're not looking at like. Are you even taking into consideration what the other players are contributing? Well, I think this is what everybody else is doing. You know, it's kind of like we look at them as being a one-star team, right? Mm. In the sense that, like, like when Durant was playing pretty much on his own in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, yeah, and everyone's like, "Well, you know, there's only Kevin Durant there. How much can one man do?" But let's also not forget, like you mentioned, Jamal Murray. He's got playoff experience. He's yep. won big games in Denver before. Mm-hmm. Um, gone toe-to-toe with some of the best in the league yep. uh, and, and come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's won games with, with, with his finishing. He's coming back from injury. His stats are not bad. I mean, we have to, we have to look at him as being one of the, the central figures around why Denver should do well. Michael Porter Jr. is playing better than he has for yep. a very long time. He seems to be fit and healthy, which is always good, and at the right time of the year. And then let's look at that the rest of the roster, because mm-hmm. we, we cannot discount Aaron Gordon, no. who recently said he came to Denver to try and win a championship. And he's been solid. He's been really, it, it, really it's solid. It's that Solomon hairstyle. Oh, is that if it, he doesn't huh? cut those dreads, they've got this, you're talking, you're, 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 you're talking about Samson Oh, here. Samson, sorry. That's and Solomon. let me tell you, Samson I don't hairstyle. quite know if he's Samson in, in Denver. The strength is in the dreadlocks, Cyrus. Work with me here. Okay, I get you, I get you. Um, it's a sla- it's not a slam dunk competition, so you might win this one. But um, <laughs> I know it still hurts now. It still hurts now. But so those are your starters, right? 
Yep. Then let's look at the other guys who make up the rest of this team. You've got your Reggie Jacksons, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Mm. Um, Those you've are got two Bruce, shooters. Yeah, Bruce Brown, uh, Thomas Bryant, mm-hmm. Ish Smith. You know, Zeke Naji peripherally, yep. Jeff Green. I mean, there's some real that's players veteran, in this, That's right? veteran support right there. Well, that's the locker room problem, presence. I mean, 36 years old, he's as veteran as it gets. But he's got that locker room presence. And he's still dunked. No, he does. He <laughs> does. I mean, he's not a high-flying Jeff Green, but he's certainly doing the things. And, and I think that when you look at that roster, you, th- you must give it a lot more respect. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, those, it's in those minutes. Because in the past, we always like, okay, so what happens when Jamal Murray sits? Mm-hmm. What happens when Michael Porter Jr. misses time? Yeah. But now we're actually seeing that Denver's given themselves the opportunity to win games without having to rely on their other star players, mm-hmm. like MPJ, like Jamal Murray. Jokic is the, is the outlier here. Because yeah, when Jokic is, when- is there, his on-off numbers... It's scary. It's scary. Cyrus, but that's the thing. Uh, every team, I think, has that one player. The Warriors have Steph. Yeah. Right? The, the Lakers have LeBron. The, the, but the Lakers also have AD. The Warriors also have Clay. And the Warriors won five in a row at home I, I, without Steph. I no longer compare Steph and Clay, but that's just no, me. It's, it's not a comparison. I'm just talking about it in terms of the other firepower that's there. So you've got Clay, you've got Jordan Poole, who blows hot and cold. But, Draymond is but, also but as Steph important. Is Steph. Steph is Steph, without a question. <laughs> and, and that's it, right? So you've got your headliner. Milwaukee Bucks he's, he's the headliner. Giannis. Giannis. You, you know what I mean? Mm. So I think that is Jokic, whereby every team, I think, right now in the NBA with the nice parity that they have, yeah, is one star away from really struggling. I cannot... With I, a slew of talent. I, I cannot there. argue that point. Um, though some teams seem to be a little bit better at handling it, if stars... Like, for instance, the Kevin Durant injury, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's hardly played for the Suns, but they're still winning games and winning them quite well because uh-huh. they have Devin Booker, they have Chris Paul, and they have DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Durant is not just the cherry on the cake. He's like another cake on top of the cake. Two, right? two double layer cake. <laughs> like a quadruple layer cake. Layer cake. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you look at, at teams like, like the Suns, who the Nuggets would have to beat in order to get to the, the mm-hmm. NBA Finals, and you think, okay, how do they stack up against them? And the reality for me is, I think that from a, a starting four, starting five perspective, yep. it's relatively close with, I'd say, the Suns a little stronger because... Devin Booker's Devin Booker. Absolutely. And, and you, we haven't seen anything Bookerish from the other Nuggets like, you know, Murray or, or MPJ. I think that MPJ has the potential, but he hasn't showed he's a 70 points a game scorer. Jamal Murray is I think Jamal Murray's closer. Before, he's closer but, to being that guy. But, but we don't have, like, the facilitation, the Chris Paul facilitation. That comes from Jokic. So mm. when you look at what Jokic does for this team, he's the facilitator. Mm-hmm. He's also the rebounder. He's also the point scorer. So that's where I think a lot of guys look and say, look, the other teams are definitely better suited because they've, they've got the passer. They've got the shooter. They've got the all-rounder. They've got the rebounder and, and defensive presence. And the Nuggets have all of that in one guy with a few guys, you know, surrounding him. Here I am talking like I don't want to talk about whether or not Denver can win this. I think <laughs> let's, let's look at it from the positive perspective. Okay. So... I've spoken about the fact that there's a bit of an over-reliance on Jokic, and rightly so. The man is incredible. Absolutely. But the pieces around him, do you think that they are good enough to push this team to the promised land? 
You see, Cyrus, they 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 they, they would need a, a Nikola Jokic light. If okay. You, okay. If, if no such thing exists, but no, I but get you understand you. what yeah. I mean. They, they would need a player that can facilitate, or maybe not as good, but come close to a Jokic. Yeah. You, you know they they, they, they they and they don't have that. Do they, do do they have a seven footer that can do? Another seven foot out. Maybe, that maybe Thomas Jokic. Bryant thinks that's what he is. We all know he is he, not. He's not. <laughs> but, but, but look, he, he he did pretty well in, in, yeah, in yeah. Los Angeles. He wasn't a, a bad addition to the Lakers. I, I, I think what they would he's need. No to Jokic do, though. He's no Jokic though. But what they they would need to do is like throw players at that position. And I know we play positionless basketball these days. But let's let's play at the five position. Throw players there that can do. Two of what Jokic does at a specific period of split time. Split the difference. So, yes, yeah, split, split the, the difference. difference. That's the expression I was go- I was looking for, but couldn't find. Split the difference, and maybe they could survive hmm. a, a series or two without Jokic. Maybe just one series. But Cyrus, so I don't see that team as as, as as good as it is taking more than one series without a Nikola Jokic. On no, the, and, on and the they they have to have him. I guess the the, the thing here would be what part of Jokic's game do you need the most? And and maybe this is where Denver actually have an advantage in the sense that teams like the Suns will rely on KD primarily for his scoring. Mm-hmm. You look at, at a team like the Lakers and for them, AD and LeBron, it's all about the point scoring mm-hmm. with AD obviously weighing in with some rebounding and, and LeBron with some good playmaking. But with Jokic, he does all of those things spectacularly yep. that he could actually then almost take a backseat from a scoring perspective and say, look, I'll facilitate in this game. And if he does that, bring the other big out mm-hmm. and allows the, the, the other guys to, to, to eat, then that's another way that they can use it. So he's almost like a massive Swiss Army knife um, in, in that regard. And when you look at the numbers, though, I mean, like Jokic is obviously the, the, the highest point scorer in the team, with t- averaging 24.3 points per game. Mm-hmm. But behind him is Jamal Murray averaging 20 points per game. Then you look at the fact that Michael Porter Jr. is averaging 17.2 points per game with Aaron Gordon averaging 16.9, which is as close to MPJ. And, and then you start to see where the, where, where the point scoring comes from. But the drop-off is, is, is what's really a, a little bit of a bother because you then have Bruce Brown with 11 points a game, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope the same. And then from there, nobody else is averaging in double figures. But Cyrus, we, we forget that. KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, can catch fire. He can, he can. And we've seen what uh, Reggie Jackson did at the Clippers, right? He mm. can also catch fire. So it, it, I think it's a, it's a utility and rotation thing. Yep. That's why maybe some of these guys, we you look at the numbers, because the numbers don't always tell the whole story. They, they right? don't. There, there was a time when, uh, I'll take it, I always take it to the Lakers, you know me, when, yeah. when, when Alex Caruso was just another guy. Yeah. And when he was given an opportunity due to injuries and they had to shift up the rotation, then he became the Alex Caruso we came to but respect. You make a really interesting point, especially about Reggie Jackson, because he showed last season Mm-hmm. That in the postseason mm-hmm. you could count on him to deliver big, and and that clutch, is where I, clutch, that's clutch. clutch. That's it. Coaches want to see clutch plays, and they want to see that you have heart and you're not scared of that spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson, really brings them that element too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the other guys, you know. Like I look around and I think, okay. Can they really deliver when, when the chips are down? And, and I do think that there is real cause for concern mm-hmm. because, like, you don't have a LeBron stopper. 
Um, not that you necessarily need that as much these days mm -hmm. in the NBA, but let's say it's a KD stopper in the West, and we'll keep it in the West for now, right? Mm -hmm. The Nuggets will look at, at any of the teams that they might face in the playoffs, whether it be the Kings, they should be able to beat them, right? I mean, they've yep. got the firepower, they've got the players. Yeah, unless Sabonis just grows wings and beats. <laughs> Suddenly becomes a defensive force. But we'll yeah, talk about and, him just and now. Beats, then, beats down Jokic. I don't know, you know. Stranger things have happened. It is true. But the Warriors, who don't have a Jokic, have beaten the Denver Nuggets before um, by utilizing different defensive uh, uh uh, schemes and then obviously shooting the lights out from beyond the arc. Mm -hmm. But then I, I, when I go down the list again, the, the Grizzlies, not a terrible matchup if you look at it because yes, they might call on uh, Steven Adams if he's fit yep. um, and Jaron Jackson Jr. will be there to, to give a lot of the defensive um, effort. Mm -hmm. But losing Brandon Clark's been really big loss for them. Absolutely. But yeah. it's then you, you look at you're always looking in terms of they're planning around Jokic. Mm -hmm. But then what the Nuggets do in response. Because the Nuggets play drop coverage, which is terrible against a team like the like the Warriors, who can shoot the lights out. The Grizzlies can also shoot on you. You know, Desmond Bain could go really, really uh, insane. And then you start to look at the Nuggets defense. Mm -hmm. But I look at these teams, I think the Nuggets they could be able to match up against the Suns quite well, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, the Mavericks, even the Lakers. I don't see a team out West where the Nuggets will be like, these guys will kill us nine times out of ten. No, not really. Maybe, maybe look, uh, no, when I, when I look at this, like, like if, if I look at, like, even the, the top eight, yeah, there, there, there are a few teams here where I can say, Cyrus, in a seven-game series, these guys beat the Denver Nuggets outright. Yeah. I, I don't see a team here, Cyrus. I mean, enough respect to the Kings, enough respect to, to the uh, you know Grizzlies, the Suns, and uh, the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers. They have some players. Uh, Kawhi and PG. They have Kawhi and PG who, who are like shadows of themselves. Cyrus, let, let, let's let go of sentiment for a minute. They have Kawhi and PG. Paul George took this Clippers team to the Western Conference Finals. Counter, it's not like it never happened. It's not, it's not, I, I think this is the one thing Sorry. I have an issue with. Paul, I'm not a bit. Paul Millsap once took the. Oh my God. Do, do you want us to go back to 2015, Cyrus? Do you really Counter want us Chama. to go back to 2015? Counter Chama. The, the Clippers were in the Western Conference Finals two seasons ago. It wasn't 17 seasons ago. No, it but, wasn't but like, you're, you're acting like, like this happened with Will Chamberlain. No, but No, but yeah. look, Paul Millsap and them are still in the league right now. No, Kounder. Right? So you can't no. hanging on to sentiment. No, Kounder. No, it's I'm not just sentiment. It real, it's not sentiment. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi George Leonard. and Kawhi Leonard can win you games. Yes, have they, they been winning you games recently? Not a hell of a lot, but but, they but, can. I, but that's what I'm saying is like I don't think they're the same Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that we remember. They're not, I, I, and then they've also got the rust jinx. But we won't talk about the that <sighs> jinx anyway. I, I, I hear your point. I disagree with you. Okay, because I do think the Clippers have the potential. To win a couple of series mm -hmm. because of the the talent that they have in Kawhi and PG. No, and PG's been really them, good, Cyrus. But but in a head to head in a matchup, I can see why we'd favor the Nuggets. You, They've you know beaten I mean. you know the Clippers before. Mm -hmm. So yes, I see it. I see it. Um, gee, shame. Poor PG catching all of the strays from Kanda Chama. No, no, I, I got enough respect for Paul George. It's just that sometimes a player is not the player they used to be. Like today, Cyrus, I was watching. 
prime LeBron. Yeah. From, from the Miami Heat. And I, I was thinking, oh my word, that is not LeBron anymore. You know, no. there, there comes a time. There comes a time. And PG is not that much younger than LeBron. Let's remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Counter Chama. Neither is Kawhi Leonard. No, the and they've, had the, they've had the injury issues, yeah. all of that stuff. We've made this podcast about something it really shouldn't be about. All right, let's move but, right but along. I get let's you. move right I get along. You. Let's move right I, along. Okay, so to go back to the Nuggets, right? Uh-huh. Let's look at the numbers. Because I think the numbers also tell you a little bit of a story. And, and, and they give you a sense of who this team is. Because right now, the Nuggets are seventh in scoring in the NBA, averaging um, 116.8 points per game. Which is a really good number. Because you want to be sort of in that top 10 if you're going to try and win games, you you got to be up there. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to look at some of the, the the advanced stats, that's where I like to look at things, right? Offensive rating, if you're one of the top 10 point scorers, you'll be pretty good. And they're second in offensive rating in the NBA right now. But crucially for them, it's the defensive rating part. And that's where they've struggled a bit. They're in 11th place in the NBA from a defensive rating perspective, which means that the defense is not the greatest in the NBA, but mm-hmm. it is a 30-team league, and 11 out of 30 is not bad. They're, they're like one-third of the way up. I mean, two-thirds of the way up. So, so, so it's not too bad. But, but as they always say, offense wins you games. Mm-hmm. Defense wins you championships. All day. And right? series. And so when you look at, exactly, when you look at, at when you have to play in the half court, when you're going to play against these other teams, top mm-hmm. teams, the Cavaliers... Number one in defensive rating. The Bucks, number two in defensive rating. Number three, the Grizzlies. Then you got the Celtics, the Suns, the Bulls, the Heat, 76ers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, and then Nuggets. If they are behind the 76ers and the Pelicans and the Timberwolves in defensive rating, they gotta pull up their socks, right? Absolutely. Especially the Timberwolves. I wasn't expecting that one, but hey. So that says a lot for me. And and this is the other thing. So Yes, they might be doing really well offensively, mm-hmm. but they've got to find schemes that work defensively. And then we go back to the players that we spoke about, and then we say, okay, so we love the fact that they have Aaron Gordon, that they have MPJ, that they mm-hmm. have Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. None of those guys, even Nikola Jokic, are the best defenders. Mm. And that, I think, is where a lot of the hesitancy to crown them comes from. Okay, but Cyrus, how many points are they letting opponents score per game on average? Uh, now you got to... I'm going back to the, the you, crystal You ball. like to get technical. I like the numbers. So, I, like I, I want to get technical because what are the top teams scoring? I mean, if they're letting teams score less than 110, 111, that'll give them some sort of, you know... It gives you your benchmark in terms yeah. of like, okay, fine. So, you know, are these guys really, um, are, they, are they really that good or that bad, right? Because mm-hmm. if they're preventing teams from getting to the 110 mark on average, I think that, that, that puts them in the right spot to, you know, get through these series and, and, and push teams around and, and get their way. I mean, if they won a championship, this would be their first for Denver, right? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is why it's so important for, that for us to talk about this. Because when we talked about the Bucks mm-hmm. a few seasons ago when they won the championship, they'd never won it. Neither had the Suns. Mm-hmm. So you've got this opportunity with these teams who finally built um, a really good franchise to yep. do something they've never done before. And that's why I think the Denver story is one we need to talk about more and more. Because they have the, the capacity to do these things. Have they been doing them? 
No. But it's a new day, Cyrus. It's a new day. It, and I'm a believer. A I'm the ultimate optimist. So I, I think, Cyrus, this could be that year. Although everything I predicted at the beginning of the season has not come to pass. It's been rough. So they're averaging about 112.7 points uh, that they've allowed opponents to that, score, that, that is which scary. is 11. That, that is scary because it, it, it means you're really letting the shooters shoot and, yeah. and, and probably giving up a whole lot of second chance buckets there, even with a great rebounder like in, in Nikola Jokic and, and Bruce Brown. Mm. So uh, that's scary, Cyrus. You see, that, that to me tells me a different story. It, it says they could be... It's 11th in the league. Just like their 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 scoring, exactly. Oh, like the the defensive rating, the defensive rating. So it, it's pretty much the same, and that's the thing for me is that when you look at the teams that uh, you know allow fewer points than they do, mm -hmm. these are the guys who you'd expect to be in the conversation for championships. Yeah. The Cavaliers are number one in that list. They mm -hmm. only allow 106 points. The Miami Heat they only allow 109 points. The Suns 110. Um, I mean, and the difference between 110 and 112 is not massive, it's not massive. but it, there is a lot of effort. You've got the Suns, Sixers, Bucks, Grizzlies, Raptors, Celtics, Bulls, and Knicks, all ahead of the, of the Nuggets. So that's an area I think they have to focus on. And, and you're, you're dead right, you know, and I think this is also the other thing in the sense that they've got to work on, on, restricting, the, on uh, restricting teams from scoring on them mm -hmm. um, because it's going to be real. Absolutely. And you know how the postseason gets us. Yeah. You, you really have to have your wits about you and, and, and temperament is everything. But interestingly, they, they are best at opponent rebounds. Mm -hmm. So, like, for instance, they allow the fewest opponent rebounds and especially um, on the defensive end. Offensively, it's actually pretty, pretty scary again when you look at what's happening with the Nuggets. I mean, I shouldn't say scary. They're ninth in the league with, with regards to offensive rebounds. Mm -hmm. uh, defensive rebounds... They're grabbing the board all day long. Um, I want to. I want to end the conversation about Denver with an actual, just a, a question mark around. Do you think this is the season they first make the Western Conference Finals, and then potentially make it to the NBA Finals? Cyrus, I'm locking it in. Uh -huh. uh, they've been performing so well. And, and I think they've been pacing themselves. They haven't been overdoing things. They're not like that one team that I love that decided to only lose nine games, then get exhausted. <laughs> we are not going to say any, <laughs> any names. Big shout out to the, you know, seven, 73 and nine Warriors. That, that yeah. was one heck of an achievement. But if you, if you look at how they're playing, and it's not as if they're losing games on purpose. No, but it's just, you know, pacing yeah. yourself and... You know, you got to know how to exert yourself. You got to know when to go all out and when mm -hmm. to to hold it back a little bit. And I, and, I, and I think this is the season, Cyrus. In response to your question, I'm locking it in. Denver Nuggets for the Western Conference Finals, and from there, potentially a chip. But the, the, like, I'm just talking about. Do you think they'll get to the finals? The finals, finals. Yeah. I, I right now I'm sitting at ninety percent. Okay, so the Nuggets to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Yes. And then 90% make to the finals. Yes. I, I think I'm with you. Because Kevin Durant is still coming back. Look, there is that. Regardless of KD's um, appearance on that team, I think Denver 
seem to have something different about them this season. Mm-hmm. They've underperformed in, 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 in the past and they've had injury issues and everybody seems to be on the same page doing okay right now. I think this is the season they make the Western Conference Finals. And dare I say it, this might be the season they too make it to the NBA Finals. Um, just looking at all things, all mm-hmm. things considered. I mean, I'm saying this and I really have to do another look at it and think, okay, fine. Will the other Warriors completely out of this thing? Yes, they are. Um, other, uh, 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 I, I hear you and I disagree. But <laughs> in terms of completely, I do think they're out of it. Although having said that, you know how down I've been about the Warriors. So down. Um, but the Suns, I think, is, are, are the real other threat mm-hmm. um, to, to them making it to the, to the Western Conference Finals and potentially the Finals. But let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the Sacramento Kings. Sacktown. Kaunda Chama, Sacramento is known for being a place where there's a lot of dairy. There's cows, there's milk. It's, a, it's, 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 it's the state capital of California. I didn't know where you were going with that, but uh, thank goodness we're here. <laughs> uh, yes. But I, now, I, I, here I, we are talking about lighting the beam. <laughs> Talking about the number two team in the West right now as we record this. Cyrus, I'm so happy. First of all, it's a California team. So that's the third California team. Right? We've, got, mm-hmm. we've got the almighty Lakers, the little brother Clippers, and the cousin in Sacramento King. Cyrus, How you left the Warriors out of this, I don't know. Well, but, you know, oh, yeah, it is what it is. They're the fourth team in the Cali. They're the fourth team yes. in Cali. Sorry, it's my hatred. Yeah, it is true. Haterade is <laughs> on lock right now. Um, but, but, but on a real Cyrus, look... Let's not forget that Mike Brown doesn't get as much credit as he should as a coach. Yeah, that that is a winning coach, even though he, he really is. He 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 is the he was the assistant coach to to Steve Kerr. Yeah, and for a long time. When Steve Kerr was not well, didn't he? He did take over for a while. He did take over for a while, and the yeah. Warriors performed, didn't they? They did. They did. Uh, it, it's a weird one because sometimes the Warriors do really well when assistant coaches take over, and then those assistant coaches go to the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> and we've seen this story before, Counter Chama. We've seen this story before. Well, are you talking Luke Walton? Yes, I Cyrus, am. Look, that, yes, that's a I different am. story. That's a different story. But I think Mike Brown, international experience as well. He's yeah, coach of Nigeria. Nigeria yeah. So, so you know, um, I hope he comes to coach an MD Africa game one day. Um, Would be good. It'd be great, hey? Uh, because Cyrus, first of all, I, I want to start with Mike Brown. I think yeah. he, he's played or he's coached in a system that. That, 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 that's been great. That, yeah. That's won championships in recent history. And that's in the Golden State Warriors system. And, mm. I, and I think he's learned a lot and taken a lot of what he's learned there to Sacramento. And then he's, he, he, on his squad, he's got a, a, a young De'Aaron Fox, who I think in terms of um, NBA guards, must have a chip on his shoulder. Nobody, yeah. nobody really talks about him. You know, there was a time there was the swipe of the Fox kind of era mm-hmm. then when he was, I think, a rookie and a sophomore then. It's about. It's like everybody forgot about it. Yeah, uh, and, and then I think such a player would would want to prove to you that he's around, and and, and I think the trades they made, uh, in bringing somebody like a a Domantas Sabonis to that team mm. w- 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 was great. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I, I mean, they, they they needed a a guy who's got a presence in the paint, a skilled big guy, you know, a forward, and 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 I think he's been great for the team. And and then when you just look at other pieces. You see, the, the, apart from your, your favorite uh, former warrior, 
Uh, <laughs> Harrison Barnes. Look, uh, my goodness. But, but, but look, he's a contributor. No, definitely, definitely. Look, and and we both know that my issues with Harrison Barnes are historical. Um, yeah, that's that. Yeah, oh, Harrison Barnes. Anyway, he's been really good for the Kings, mm-hmm. and and that roster that they have is actually a really nice roster. Let's not forget one of the key um, con- like we talk about Darren Fox and we talking about Devander Sabonis, mm-hmm. and then how Sabonis and Fox really work so well together. But there are returning um, Kansas teammates on oh. this team in Malik Monk mm-hmm. and Darren Fox. And, and let's also not forget, these guys were incredible um, when, uh, sorry, I say Candace, Kentucky, when, when, when they were in college together. So there's, you've got these guys who really, they like know each other well, and, and, and they just want to win. They just want to win. So I, I love Darren Fox. I've loved him for a long time um, as a player. And I think that he does some really incredible stuff for this team. But the other guys around them are mm-hmm. also as important. And this is why your point about Mike Brown has to be reiterated over and over again. Because mm-hmm. he's been central to getting some of the best out of these guys who've been there for a while. Yeah. But they're, they're suddenly understanding how this team should work. Uh, Chimezi Metu, who we've seen for years, Nigerian-American. Love this guy. I, I was about to mention the Jalof. Yeah, you know, doing his thing. <laughs> Kevin Herder, who they brought in. Yep. He's been super. Kevin Herder's been superb. He was a great, great addition to that fantastic, squad. Fantastic, fantastic addition. Uh, obviously, Sabonis. You've got Keegan Murray, the rookie, who's mm-hmm. looked really good. He hasn't looked um, out of place. He's mm-hmm. started to find his shooting form as well. Defensively, he's managing to, to cover his position. And he's starting on this team. Um, Davion Mitchell, who they call off night. You know, I, I, I like Davion Mitchell. A really I, I nice think he player. Hustles. He, he, he's he, so he really good. Gets down and dirty. He puts in the work. Not like yeah. the others don't, but you know what he, I mean. He's like, known for his effort. You right? can tell that effort comes out. And, exactly. And, and one thing I like about the the, the, the King Cyrus is they're not like a star-studded. Exactly. Squad. It's not like the Lakers where you can say there's LeBron, there's Anthony Davis. You know, although the they Lakers, do have two All Stars on this team. I was about to say, although now that I think of it, the Lakers also just have two. All stars, yeah, but these are all stars versus superstars, right? Versus superstars, you know know what I'm saying? So uh, it's not as if it's a star star. It's it's Mm. not like we're talking about like Yanis and exactly. There's no MVPs. There's no MVPs on these rosters or MVP candidates at all. But they're putting in the works, Mm. and 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 I think I love it. Uh, First of all, when a plan comes together, my age. Oh, nice. And then when a coach finds that chemistry, yeah, it's kind of like. I'll take it to the Lakers again. What I think Davin Ham is finding with the Lakers, Mike Brown has already found it with the Sacramento Kings. And that's what has made them perform yeah. this way this season, Cyrus. Because I want them to take away that 16 season, never been to the postseason. It's, it's ending. It needs to go. It's ending. It they are in it the playoffs. It's happening. It's happening. And, and I think a lot of us will be really happy to see the Kings um, actually break that hoodoo. Get past themselves because they've really just been their own worst enemy for years. Absolutely, um, and and it's been interesting to see how some of these other these other guys have, have all contributed to this. There's a great mm-hmm. chemistry happening in in, in uh, Sacramento, Sacramento yeah. and that lighting the beam has got to be the gr- the best gimmick in the NBA right now. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Um, and like I asked this Twitter uh, this question on Twitter, 
if they light the beam after every win, what the hell are they going to light when they make it to the playoffs? Because they're going to... They're going to light up the intensity. It's going to be incredible. And I think Sacramento deserves it. They've, they've put in so much effort and so much hard work. And then when you look at players like like um, Darren Fox, who has been superb this season, you know, mm-hmm. first-time All-Star, um, he's, he's one of the most clutch players in the NBA right now. Like, when it comes to clutch points, the man is dropping them. Like, he's unbelievable this season. And I think he's arguably one of the fastest players on the hardwood right now. Yeah, and, and, and what you mentioned is that he's even moved up, he's, he's moved further than that. Mm-hmm. So it's not just his pace, because it used to just be like, oh, look how fast he is. He can switch up how the game is played. He can Absolutely. actually slow things down. He's not trying to, you know, kill every single bucket where he's like, yeah, I'm going to get this the fastest it's ever been scored. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'll show you how good I am. At just manipulating space, manipulating it, speed. It comes with the maturity, Cyrus. He's it not, really does. He's no longer married with a kid a now. Yeah, and he's married. He's got a kid, and he bulked up a little bit. Yeah. So you know, Cyrus, I, I, I think this is well deserved. It, it's something where Definitely. he's worked for it. Thank goodness he was never traded, and, and you know he's just cornerstone of this franchise. Yeah, he's just stuck there and become the cornerstone of this franchise, and they're building around him. And, and, and it's great, Cyrus. I, I can't wait to watch some postseason games with Sacramento Kings. So, interestingly, right, like we, we talk about the postseason games, we want to see those. We have to ask a similar question to what we asked about the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Are the Kings for real? Like, are we just looking at this as being like the best feel good story? Like, oh, they, never, they haven't been to the postseason in 16 years and now they finally made it. Yay! Or do you think the Kings are like, no, we want to do more than that? We want to give teams a bloody nose. We want them to know that we are for real. Do you think that they have the capacity to shock a couple of teams? And before you answer, they're the second seed right now. Yep, so, in, the West. in the West. So they're likely to face the seventh seed, so one of the teams from the play-in game, um, and, and that'll be the, the team that wins at that uh, one-game knockout. Okay, let, let, let's, should we crystal as, ball it? As we record this, I'm going uh-huh. with, as we record this, uh-huh. that's the Timberwolves. Uh-huh. Because I think that in the next couple of weeks, everything could change spectacularly. Um, so right now, that could be the Timberwolves. It could be the Mavericks, Lakers, Pelicans, could be the Warriors, could be the Jazz. They are so close in that range. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's the Timberwolves. Do you think the Kings could beat the Timberwolves? In a seven-game series. In a seven-game series in the playoffs. Definitely. I, I would even bet money on that. Really? Yes. Although um, I don't have any. But, <laughs> you know, if you'll bet somebody else's money I'll on it. I'll bet somebody else's nice. money on it. Nice. Not mine, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but but that's an interesting thing. And and you say this because you just think that pound for pound, pound they, they're for better? Pound. Performance-wise, I, I, I think they're, they're, they're better, better assembled at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I mean, like, look, I, I like Anthony Edwards. I, I've yeah. been a Rudy Gobert fan. They, they got a couple of pieces there in Minnesota, but not enough to take Cat on. Cat should be back. Carl Anthony Towns, I actually miss Cat because, mm. like, you know, uh, my wife's the, favorite player. One, one of the best big men we have in the league still. Mm. You know, he, he, he struggled this season. Three point shooting big man. Yeah. Comfortably. Yeah. You know, probably the best three point shooting big man. Well, maybe Nikola Jokic might argue he, with he, that. He, he said so himself. Self proclaimed. Self proclaimed. And uh, look, it, maybe if Cat came back, it would be a different story, but mm-hmm. as they are now. As they are assembled now, that Avengers team, I think the Avengers from Sacramento takes them. Okay, okay. I mean, that's an interesting point because I look at this and I think, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see why you would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that, like, the, the Kings don't have postseason experience, mm-hmm. the Timberwolves do. 
Yeah. And that's a really interesting point. But it's also about big game temperament, temperament right? Yeah. And I think Anthony Edwards has that. But like you say, the supporting cast might not necessarily be at the same level mm-hmm. as the Kings. And I think motivation is an important thing here. Because I think the Kings might be more motivated than the Timberwolves to win a series. Primarily because they just haven't been here for a while. So they want to extend that feel-good feeling mm-hmm. um, for the fans. And when you look at the guys who can hit big shots, Malik Monk, Kevin Herder, Darren Fox, mm-hmm. Sabonis, if it's a little closer to the rim. Um, <laughs> but, but these guys, they, they, they're known Sorry, to, he to, to hit big games. He, he, he did. Put some spec on Sabonis' name. Um, yes, all the spec. <laughs> Intriguingly as well, and this is the other thing. The Kings have been to four overtime games this season, mm-hmm. and they've won all four of them. So they know about what it wins to grind out a win. And they've ground out wins against big teams. Mm-hmm. You know, So I think that's another thing. The Kings will look at this and say, we don't have to be shy of anything. We don't have to be scared of anybody. We've got the ability and capability of, uh, to beat anyone. I think at the moment, Cyrus, the Kings are like, what, what do you call it, the gyroscope? Yeah. Where they've gained that momentum. And, 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 hmm. and, and it's going. What a, what an example that is. That's insane. But that's I like. But that's I like how it. I do. That, I, I like. That's it. my insane logic, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because they, they've gained that momentum, and I, and, I, and I don't think anybody but themselves can stop them. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe the Nuggets. I but, think there's but, a couple of teams that but, but, might but, have something. But, but in terms of motivation. Only they can stop themselves from a motivation point of view. True. Because True. they're not going to deny that. They, 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 they want a chance at a chip, which obviously will not come this yeah. season. But they just want to be in the postseason and evade a first round exit. So, like, be in the mix. Yes. They, you know, be there and really show that they're there to, to not just make up the numbers. They want those postseason t shirts for their fans. Yeah. Of course. Of course. They, they should be printing them right now, at least for the very first round. And yeah. I mean, like, you've got Fox who's averaging 25.5 points per game, but then the drop off from a points perspective is quite stark because you then have Sabonis at 19, then Huda at 15, Barnes at 15, Malik Monk at 13, Keegan Murray at 11. That's a lot of guys averaging double figures. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You know, like Your this time is, is up. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those where you, you, you know who you have to count on for point scoring. Yep. And they've been able to score a lot of points. Like when we look at, at, at the numbers generally, they've done really well. And this is the thing. Like, you know, I said, let's look at the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. The advanced stats say some very interesting things about the Sacramento Kings because they have the number one rated offense in the NBA right now. I'm not too surprised because that's, that's what incredible. It, that's what it took for them. That's what it, it needed from them for them yeah. to wind up where they are at the moment. And they I think, really had to dig deep, Cyrus, and, and put and, in work. Exactly. And, and they're putting that work in mm-hmm. on the offensive end. Yep. The defensive end Different is story. unbelievably bad. They're 25th in the NBA in defensive rating. So, you know, they got. Ooh. You're not going to. I'm a little bit worried. It's, it's rough. Bit worried. It's rough defensively. They just don't seem to have the guys to stop teams from scoring. So, it's that that's going to be a major problem for them. But they have to be able to focus on making sure that they get the, the points when they need them and getting stops late in games. That's the key you, thing, you right? See that what worries me about teams like that, Cyrus, is they're not depending on outstopping you. They're depending on outscoring you. Yep. And when you're playing against a team like the Golden State Warriors that shoots lights out, it can it, it, it can, can go horribly bad can, real quick. Real quick, you can find yourself down thirty 
at the half. Yeah. And now you're, you're beginning to wonder, how do we crawl back out of this hole? So look, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm confident they'll do something. They'll, they'll make it to the postseason. Yeah. I, I don't know how far they'll go. I, I hope they make it past the first round because that would be really a feather in Mike Brown's cap. And, yeah. and, and I think a player like De'Aaron Fox would be more motivated. You know. So, so what, what's your expectation for them? Um, first round knockout, second round I, I think knockout, second round finals? No. Second round <laughs> exit. Uh, the, 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 the West is just... It, it's, 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 it's hectic. It's a jungle out there. Yeah. The wild, wild West, it's known for tumbleweed. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and people time, are quick on the draw, like the yeah, Kings. But this time, it, it's a jungle out there. It's a jungle in the West. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. I, 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 I appreciate their work in making it this far, but it, 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 it's, it's a tough conference. I, I'm, I'm with you. I do think it would be really tough for them to get past the second round if they get there but i think it all comes down to who they play in that first round because if they play the warriors in the first round mm-hmm. um that's a tough tough ask it's a really tough ask and in fact any of these teams they could play dallas and when you've got kyrie and luca um coming up against you, you got two and you and you've got a defensive issue it's gonna be really hard so i think the kings could like if i were the kings fans um, and I, i've got a soft spot for them but I'd look at this and say a first round exit is, is really not the worst thing. But punch harder to see how far you can, you can go. go. Yeah. I think we're, we're both in agreement on that, yeah. right? It's all about the, the size of the heart, Cyrus. Yep. That, 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 that's, 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 that's the only thing, well, apart from skill and experience, that's one of the big things that, that's going to take the Sacramento Kings as far as they're going to go. Yeah. And I think they've got the heart. They've proven it in the regular season. It's just those bright lights of the postseason that they have to handle because, you know, I mean, how many of them, have, uh, Sabonis has seen the bright lights in, yeah. in Indiana, right? Uh, yeah, I believe Harrison so. Barnes has seen it. Uh, yeah. uh, All the way to the finals and winning the championship. Winning championship yeah. with, with Golden State. So, the, you know, I think those are the only two players right there. Plus with that, the coach. their major postseason experience. Yeah, with, yeah. plus the coach with major uh, postseason experience. But they can do it, Cyrus. This is the first time for everything. I know that's a exactly. big cliche. But, but it is very true. It is very true. So they, they can get there and, and push it. I mean, if the... Cleveland Cavaliers, dare I say, uh, mm-hmm. had not seen the, a championship in 50 years in any major sporting code. Yes. And then 2016 came. They so. did have an incredible LeBron James, who was the best basketball player on the planet at the oh, time. Okay, okay, okay. But I hear your point. There's a first time for everything, and they just have to believe. And they could be lighting that beam and probably even lighting everybody else's house up to make sure <laughs> that they celebrate whatever happens. But, uh, Counter, we're going to have to leave it there, bud. Really? Yeah. Can you believe it? The Poster uh, Podcast, done for another week. Um, but guess what? Hmm. We get to come back next week, too. That's what I love. That's what I love. This is what it's all about. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, It's been another great one for us, and we hope that you enjoyed it. Make sure you interact with us on our social media handles, at PostUpPodcast on Twitter, at PostUpZone on Instagram, and at PostUpZone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. Um, Count has been real. Yeah, it's been emotional, and uh, I hope both the Nuggets and the Kings do great things in the postseason. Yeah, I hope so too. Shout out to all of you, um, and yeah, it's been it's been really really good. Uh, make sure you keep listening and stay tuned. And remember, we'll catch you courtside.